Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.zm. I've got it. Straight straight away. Straight in. It's in Barbie. No, it's not. You see, if you've been paying attention for the last 50 episodes, you'd know that I've already done Zimbabwe. Uh, Mate, we have literally done a list of all of the... Well, it's not Zimbabwe, so... Right, okay. Uh, We are very, very happy to be joined this week by uh, the wonderful Hamish Duncan from uh, RHCP Sessions Archive. We are going to be talking about all things Hamish Duncan. But first of all, we're going to say, Hamish, hello and welcome to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. Such an honor. It's our oh, absolute wow. pleasure. And the big question is, do you know what this uh, ZM is? That Sam's yes, you're about? next up. Uh, oh, geez. Zambia? Is that a country? Wow. Oh, wow. Straight in. Straight oh. in. This wow, guy is a geographical it's... master. Absolutely yes. put me to shame. Well done. I am an, I'm a disgrace. Well, you, yeah, but that's not Yeah, news. I mean, that's nothing to do with this game. No. I would have said Zimbabwe anyway, sorry. It's, you know, thank, thank you. That's, you took that's that one valid- for me. Yeah, that's validation. Well, that's clear, true, actually, because once you take Zimbabwe out of the picture, you're not left with many. No. Uh, Z- no. So, I'm not going to anymore. Xanadu begins with an X. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That, uh, we might as well say uh, yeah, Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> Okay, so... Oh, the only other word beginning with X, of course, is xylophone. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it sounds like it starts with the same. Well, true, true, yeah. Oh. Right. Okay, so, lovely to have Hamish here with us. Um, creator of one of, well, I would say the best Red Hot Chili Peppers website available online. Yeah. Uh, I think there's, there's, there's two standout uh, websites where you can glean information about the chilies. Um, but uh, certainly, anything to do with how they record their music, Hamish is uh, is your ballpark, isn't it? How did how did that come about? Oh, geez. Um, well, first of all, I have to uh, disagree. I think uh, the live archive is ten times the website. Um, mine is, uh, but that's because the guy who runs it, Lenny, actually knows what he's doing, as opposed to me. Um, right, you're most kind. <laughs> uh, how I got started, um, it was. I think 2011 or 2012, um, I basically, I I wished this website existed and it didn't. So I decided to make it myself. Um, And I had a lot of free time at my job, uh, uh, which, you know, is neither here nor there. Uh, And just, you know, just fired it off in one one day and I've been building on it ever since. And yeah, it's, 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 here we are, you know. All, all of the stuff that's on there now, mm. presumably, it's you know it's it's sort of evolved over the years. But that the level of detail on there must have taken an awful lot of research. It, it did, yes, yeah. But um, it's 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 quite actually interesting. If you uh, there used to be an older version of the site um, that was just on a Google site, a very plain, just text only one. And um, okay. if you, if you look through, I think it's it's on the the Internet Archive or um, whatever that thing's called, archive.org, uh, you can go back and look at it, and it's, it's really, really basic, the early the early stages. Um, but, yeah, just, just lots of, um, you know, paying attention to interviews and asking people to write in and, yeah, still my best. Yeah, that's the thing that we've 
that's sort of come to our attention is is how helpful other people are if you know if you need information and you know someone like yourself mm. if you reach out to people they they tend to just be so incredibly willing to sort of give time and and help where it's needed absolutely yeah I, i've spoken to and this is one of the weirdest ones uh i've spoken to michael beinhorn who produced Ooh, of course uplift mofo nice. and um, clang, clang. yeah quite a lot actually yeah wow <laughs> um Although there's plenty of that. So what, what's your feet? I hope you've got still cap toes on. Um, the, <laughs> I messaged him around Thanksgiving one, um, one year and wished him a, you know, a happy Thanksgiving. So not that we celebrate it here in Australia. Um, and he, you know, wished me one back and said he was thinking about me that day. It's one of the most bizarre things to, ah. to grow up listening to those two albums and then just have a really nice relationship with this, you know, this man. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's incredible. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to make a note here in my book. Text Michael Beinhorn. <laughs> yeah. so he sound, he sound, we'll get him on. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll be more than happy to appear. Uh, yeah. That's that's incredible. And I think we're going to go on a very deep dive about the about the website and and what mm. you cover as we as we move on because it's yeah it's incredible. And we've got uh, a couple of uh, breaking news from you. Uh, later on as well that people may not know about who listens to the podcast so we'll go there as well I think so. but uh, but well should we start by asking the question how and when and how old were you when you got into the red hot chili peppers to begin oh, with? well it's it's kind of a perfect story because um uh one of my earliest memories is actually watching the band um i was in my uh my childhood home in Leichhardt in sydney australia and um, I was either watching the the Give It Away video or the Krusty Gets Cancelled episode where they oh, play yes. Give It Away. Oh, yeah. And I just remember like, looking up at the little TV in the kitchen and just watching that. And I'm not sure why, you know, it just just stuck in my memory. Um, and then, you know, when I was about 15 or no, 13, 14, uh, I bought the first three real CDs that I ever bought were um, – uh, Californication, the Rage Against the Machine, self-titled, and Appetite for Destruction. Oh, oh you're, wow, now you're you talking go. our yeah. language. <laughs> Three pretty, uh, pretty classic albums. Pretty, pretty good start into the whole uh, world of rock. Um, so, ju- just yeah. to just to interject quickly. So, hmm. are you? Uh, do you remain to this day a Guns N' Roses fan? Uh, not as much as I was as a fifteen-year-old, hmm. but still love the hmm. album. Or those out, okay. you know, early albums. Well, interestingly, Appetite for Destruction was the very first CD that I ever bought. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so there you go. All right. When you said interesting, I thought you were going to say something interesting. <laughs> no, no, that's not always necessarily true. Well, it's impressive. So what do you think true. then, uh, Hamish, of our ongoing uh, idea to do a Guns N' Roses podcast called... Oh, clean it up, John. I'm shocked that that name is not already taken. So you should probably... Sure. Uh, Take might, have to, now. Yeah, might have to bleep bleep that out or, or yeah, tra- <laughs> trademark the name. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, yeah definitely do it if you've got enough. You know, don't don't uh, uh, ignore the chili peppers, but you well, know, if, you, if you can find if the we time, could do it, yeah, we could do it on the off weeks, couldn't we? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the wives would be thrilled. <laughs> Absolutely thrilled. Yeah. Yes, I think I think I'm with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, are I you, did it. Oh, is, are you going to talk about the album now? Or? 
now I'm going to, I'm not going to talk about the album I'm with you. I'm saying I'm with Hamish. Sorry. When, uh, when you say about the preferring the early stuff from GNR, certainly Appetite is for one thing, one of the best albums ever recorded. Yeah. But it never, it never got better than that for Guns N' Roses in my opinion. No, no. And, and once, you know, once I started listening to, to music as, you know, as a teenager, as a, um, more than just something on the radio, um, I pretty, pretty immediately took to the Chili Peppers and, uh, you know, to the point where I, I would, you know, talk to my friends about it to the point where I could see them, you know, their eyes glazing over. And <laughs> I remember uh, talking to a friend at school back in the day when we all had those, uh, those iPod headphones and would just walk around with one in blasting music all day. Yeah. And, yeah. and I took out uh, my headphone and said, Hey, did, did, I, I never realized the, the lyric is, fly away on my Zephyr, not fly away your my Zephyr. And he just looked at me like, what, what are you, why are you telling me this? What the hell are you yeah, talking about? <laughs> you know, the, the, most, the least interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then realizing, oh, okay, I think I, I care about this band a little bit more than other people do. Yeah. And, I must, I must start yeah, a big so. website. So yeah. <laughs> what? A couple of years later, uh, there I was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what, um, when was this? Because we don't, I don't know how we you know, we don't know how old you are, so we don't have to give oh, away your age yeah. if you just don't want to. <laughs> I just turned thirty, so I was um, about fifteen when that happened. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so yeah, it. Um, so Cali wasn't a, a you know like fresh out, but it was what probably four or five years old. Uh, yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, about you know seven or eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. that photo in in. Um, in greatest hits, uh, with John getting the the cake smashed over his face. Yes, yeah. you, maybe yeah. That was taken the day I was born, which is a nice little. Uh, oh, nice, little right? Yeah. Nice. Actually, that photo <laughs> so, I can remember someone saying to me of that photo that um, Anthony looked exactly like someone that I went to school with, and so that oh, photo boy. sticks in my mind for that reason. Yeah, I unfortunately have no personal trivia to go along with that photo. No, I was just <laughs> delighted that, 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 hey, I knew about the photo and I had a story. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was, that was superb. We, we're just, before we go any further, we'll loop back around to this conversation. We're just mm. going to do some, uh, so a couple of intro notes. Yeah. Feel, feel free to interject. Um, as, you, as you may know, we have uh, a Max Feinstein, a.k.a. The Condenser, Yes, who yes. Uh, who it, who sent us a lovely video a long time ago when we first started talking about uh, Uplift mm. and uh, and gave his thoughts on those songs. Uh, hence the fact that we then, when we finally got around to Uplift 18 months later, well, mm. a year later, we, um, <laughs> we said to him, what's your thoughts? For part two, he only got, he, he sent them a day too late after we recorded. Uh, so we're just going to whisk through his notes, and we'll take your thoughts on them as well. But what's yeah, your yeah. thought? What's your thoughts on Uplift? Uh, I th- it's quite often up there as my favorite album, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's uh, especially the first half. Um, so maybe I shouldn't have said that if you're about to ask me about the second half. Um, but you know, pretty. Pretty amazing album. I love Trilogy. I agree with Dan. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, Dan Bogosian, who you had on the other day. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, there's a great uh, a great video that's just come out um, 
of the band playing in, I think, June or July of 91 um, in at the Music Machine, this tiny club in LA. And it's back when they opened with Love Trilogy. And you can just, you know, it looks like the room's about to fall apart. So but, how yeah. quickly, so, so you sort of came in through Californication, um, is, that, is that fair to say? But how quickly did you then... To sort of devour everything else and and develop a love for the for the earlier stuff pretty much immediately i'd say um yeah uh, it's you know the the early days of pirating music not that i'll admit to that uh, publicly but um yeah it's just you know just gobbled it all up in, including john solo stuff and uh i, I just would like to say that i was at atp <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm quite, quite, quite oh, jealous I, of that one. Yeah, nice. Um, so, but, Hang on, did, can I just interject? Yeah. Did you feed a big block of butter to a bird? ATP, I did. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I chased uh, John's car down the street after a show in um, in Sydney in 2007, and I was, you know, about an inch away from his face. That's my uh, claim to fame. Uh, you know. Well, that, I have to say, that's that's closer than I got. Closer than you ever got. So, yeah, he, he wasn't singing to me, so I don't know. No, well, so... Where was he? Well, it all went over. It all, <laughs> <happened pretty quickly. laughs> all Hamish could see was John mouthing words at him, what those <laughs> <Yeah>. words were. <laughs> he, was, he, he was probably singing Carvel, I imagine. Um, nice, nice. But did you sort of instantly like the earlier stuff, or is it something that you've sort of had to grow into or work on like like you know we make no bones about the fact that we're not such big fans of the early stuff we we do enjoy mm. it but it's harder work for us yeah where did, did you just sort of instantly think i love i love you know those those early albums yeah pretty much except for the the, the self-titled that one's still i appreciate it much much more now um especially being uh, writing so much about the band's first year first few years yeah. together um but i mean i would pretend that i didn't uh gravitate towards the john stuff or you know the john era stuff more yeah, yeah. um but no i still love it and I, that's what I, I love about the band as, as a whole that they're they're basically four different bands there's just got a couple of uh you know members that stick between two um lineups mm. i mean you, you look at like uplift mofo and by the way, and they're two different bands, basically. What really helped us, actually, and kind of boosted up our listenership was the fact that uh, another podcast that I listened to, done by Scott, uh, by Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman, oh, was yeah. uh, they did an, uh, an REM podcast, so obviously I was straight on that, where they went through the albums, which gave, A, gave me an idea to do a Chili's podcast about talking <laughs> about the but B, after they'd finished R.E.M., they thought, who else are we going to do? They, they'd actually done U2, then R.E.M., and then they moved on to Chili's. Mm. And they, they always do the albums in order, and they listened to Red Hot, Ch- the Red Hot Chili Peppers mm. and abandoned it after one episode because they, they couldn't get on with it. Really? But, really? Yeah, what that did for us was it meant a lot more people seemed to be searching for Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast and instead of uh, and finding us. So that instead of finding the two kind of an, an actor and a podcast yeah. superstar. And that I guess that speaks to the fact that a lot there are a lot of people who love 
would say that they really, you know, really like the Chili's. But actually, when it comes to those first three albums, they're they they are. I think it's the fir- the first one is the one that I that I struggle with most. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the, you know, then you have songs like Truman and yeah. Mummy Where's Daddy, and you know, and and the the demo sessions are like the mm. some of the best recordings hands down from anyone uh, I've ever you know heard. I think there's gold out um, there. Well, the and it, but it's not only yeah, and it's not only that though. It's the that's the fa- it. It, what the band has been through over the years and they've been around for so long and all of that feeds into what they became and who they are so it is not just great songs but so important as well true that true yeah, true yeah. is it i don't know I, i'm going to uh, get to the condenser's notes on that with my oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> sam would you like to shut the, the door it's yeah it's uh, just started to rain extremely heavily right i'll carry on okay this will be the quality part of the podcast so, uh, Hamish, Uplift, uh, Mofo, Party Plan Part 2, starting with Subterranean Homesick Blues. The condenser says, knew it before Dylan and liked this version better. To me, there isn't really anything I'll call filler. It's, it's enjoyable. I bet they slayed it live. I do love how they reinvent the chorus. Uh, the Swan is a star here and in a lot of ways really flourished over the heavy, funky stuff and fast stuff in a really stellar way. My takeaway from that mm. is, yes, they really did reinvent the chorus and... Uh, because the actual song, I think, as we said, doesn't have a real chorus. It's a, I think it's a... No, it's they, a, they create the chorus, kind of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what's your thoughts on the subterranean then, uh, Hamish, now that we've put you uh, on the spot? Uh, love it. I think it's um, an incredible recording. Um, uh, have you heard the... You know how they did about 15 demo sessions um, for Uplift? There's one version of uh, subterranean they did that was about 30 BPM slower, Right, and it's this like this sludgy funk version of it. It's quite quite interesting. You might um, you that know, I would like to. It. Yeah, I, I I haven't heard it. I haven't I'd love heard to. It. Do you know any websites that might be able to give us? Would <laughs> <laughs> they even have downloads? But uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll see if I can find one. Yeah, Sweet. <laughs> thank you. Next song is uh, special secret song inside. Mm-hmm. All party on your pussy. Mm. Whichever, whatever you want to call it. Call it what you will. In some ways, it feels interchangeable with funky crime because of the down tempo. It's crass, but that hook is really a good one. When Anthony jumps up the register at the end of the song, it may be the best thing he's ever sung. Up there with the first line in the verses of Aeroplane and the years on Brendan's death song. That's high praise. Ooh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I always laugh at um, whenever I hear this song, not just because it's kind of funny, but I, I just picture the rest of the band uh, writing that really interchangeable, like syncopated rhythm and working really hard on it. And then Anthony comes in with those lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. And just like, but you know, they didn't, they they didn't object because it's, it's there for all to see. And that (laughs) is, that is fantastic. And it is, although, I mean, if, if the lyric, if it was different lyrically, then, you know, I think, I can always remember playing it to people when I first got into the band and they were into, you know, Oasis and Blair at the time and they laughed me out of town, basically. <laughs> but it's a great song. It mm. is It is a great song and I think it does... There is a part of me that wishes that it had a different chorus just because it, 
the, musically, it's yeah. enormous. Yeah, so it would be taken a bit more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a bit like the the socks on clocks. The it was like a fun little thing that they did that kind of just followed them around, and every yeah. single newspaper article had to talk about it, and uh, you know they were constantly asked about it, and just derailed the the real message. You know, yeah, yeah, right. No chump love sucker is next. Okay, the condenser says, "I like this song more than I feel like I should." One of my favourite things about this era of songwriting is the way Hillel really hangs back and lets, flee, and lets Flea drive the song. The pinch harmonics on the B sections are cool too. Not a lot to say. This is a combination of a chant song and a frenetic one, frantic one. And I love it while somehow still being able to take it or leave it. Hmm. Hamish, hmm. thoughts on No Chunk Love Sucker? Uh, probably my least favourite on the album, to be honest. it's The, the lyrics have kind of uh, not survived the test of time. Uh, I don't think hmm. the, um, <laughs> Do you mean maybe the bit where they all shout, "She's got big tits"? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, just it's a bit, uh, you know, even you know, anger at whoever did that to her aside, Maybe don't write a whole song about it and mm. you know, complaining about snoring and stuff. It's just you know, kind of yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's more of a 1980s song. Yeah, yeah, yeah it hasn't yeah, but um, you know, it's it's the punk of the punk funk i think something yeah. closer to it here comes the condenser with walking down the road walking on down the road which i would just like to say when we were preparing and listening to uplift for the episode we both absolutely fell in love with this song didn't we yes we mm. did and unashamedly i i would say it's a song that i had, haven't necessarily given enough attention in the past so but now I will rectify that problem. Well, you have rectified it. It's been rectified. <laughs> um, well, let's see what uh, the condenser's got to say about it. Yes, please do. Could you pass me a beer, please? Of course. What you, oh, do you want to do a quick sponsorship while you... Yeah. It's a, resp- a repeat sponsor. Um, very happy to have Camden House back in town. And uh, you presented that to Hamish. Hamish, there you are. That's great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, absolutely I lovely. The, uh, a little creatures earlier. Uh, that yes, right? that was last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. little creatures. Very, uh, very nice. Actually, they sponsored us. I paid for that one last night, but they sponsored us a few few weeks back. Very nice. And you said it's nice. Have you tried it then? Yeah. Or are yeah. You just- Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> That's from uh, Melbourne, I think. But um, yeah, oh, so there's you shoving off your bloody beers, and there's a man in Australia who's actually tried it. Yes, I well, I know who the expert here is. No, no. Well, yeah. Well, it's definitely not me. Um, so, <laughs> thank you, Camden. Uh, I'll just do a quick description. Oh, well, hang on! I didn't give that long enough in the mouth. No, what's the mouth feel like? I would say tentative, yet positive. Okay. Is that not what you said last week about another bit? Well, I can't remember. Who knows? Okay. You, you have a sponsor? No, 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 I'll save that for later. Oh, another one. Go on. Then. Okay. Check do, it out. do this one. This is, yeah, nice one. Two, this is just where we are now. We're just getting inundated. This is another repeat sponsor, Hazy Days London Beer Factory. Don't know what it tastes like, oh. but I'll try it later. Try it later on. Okay. That is brewed in London. Uh, Hamish, I'm just going to do mine. Have you got a sponsor, Hamish, at your end? Oh, I suppose he must have it. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's a it's a Pinot Noir. Sorry to okay. feel fancy Spot- on you. No, but I do know that's a grape. <laughs> mm. It is, yep. 
Yeah. So you're sponsored by Red Wine. That's right. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I had a few beers earlier. Did you guys get Coopers in in England? Somebody sent us. Somebody sent us a case of Coopers. They did. Right. Uh, we say someone. It was Tom Pope, wasn't it? Yeah, Tom Pope. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So try Coopers. Yeah. And of course, I tried. Name a few. Name a few Hamish, and I'll tell you if I tried them when I was in Australia. <laughs> I probably did. I. VB. When were you here? I was um, in Australia for nine months in 2005, 2006. Oh, okay. So the, the craft beer explosion hadn't happened at that point. No. So, yeah, it was probably more your your basic beers. Yeah, like VB and Carlton and... Um, I drank a fair amount of VB. Reshes and... Oh, geez, what are they? they have? Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I ignore all that stuff now for the expensive uh, craft stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's well, to, to be honest, I'm the same. But I say fuck all that craft stuff. I'm sponsored today <laughs> by Carlsberg. <laughs> yeah. Because Carling keep up their campaign against me. Yeah. Their steadfast refusal to sell me uh, their product, if you'll want to call it that. If you, yeah, at, yeah. At a reasonable price. Mm. So I've been forced to go to Carlsberg. Well, they came to you, presumably. Well, I literally went to there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I went to Tesco's. Yeah. Also, once again, sponsored by this lovely Coca-Cola flavored Chubba Chups Lily. Yes, it looks very shiny. It really is. It's delicious. I'll just tell you about the mouthfeel. Okay. <laughs> Hard and spherical. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense. It's a classic lolly. <laughs> okay. So just to finalize the sponsors... Sam, you're sponsored by Camden. Thank Hells you. Hazy Days. Mm. Hamish, sponsored by Sponsored Red by Pinot Noir as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I'm sponsored once again. Thank you again, Carlsberg, for coming in after the debacle from Carling. So, walking back, back, to, back to reality. <laughs> right. Wild Bloomin', that's what it's called. The, the wine. It's from Adelaide, I think. I don't know. Okay, you so you're, 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 you're sticking with Australian wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a very good reputation globally. Really? I understand. Uh, yeah, it's probably the best in the world. But you know, I, this is this isn't a wine mm. podcast. Patriotic yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we move on. Uh, right, walking on down the road. I love this song, and I'm happy to get to talk about it since a lot of my favourite songs were on the first half of the record. Right, that echoes what Hamish said. The condenser goes on to say, I'm really surprised this song didn't end up being a, sing- uh, a single potential. The bass riff is one of the most unique in the repertoire of unique bass lines. Mm. It's pedaling on the minor and major of a third of A, and it's just so aggressively funky with those drums. This song is everything I love about Hellel Condensed. That's right. <laughs> condensed. Condensed. Yes, th- thank you, the condenser. Meaty, minimalistic riffs and sexy, bendy, whammy, barlicks with those gorgeous ad-libbed leads in the verses and chorus my favourite of which is after i done wrong on the second chorus. The guitar solo was great, and the way it fades out gradually, leaving only his two guitars at the end is really cool. Maybe my favourite track on the record. Wow. Mm. I'll tell you what the condenser likes. Hamish, what do you make of it? Love it as well. It's quite a different sound for them. It's almost, uh, like, this sounds strange to say, but almost approaching country, sort mm. of. Uh, it's got that kind of, and- yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see that. Um, and it almost was a single. Um, they, they actually wrote the song, you know, that, uh, that movie Dudes? It's from like 1987, I think, that Flea's in. Uh, um, what's the, uh, Penel- Penelope Spheris directed it. Okay. She yeah. did um, Suburbia that Flea was in as well. Mm. Um, 
it's called the guy from Two and a Half Men, I think. Is that, is that that one? Something like that. They wrote and recorded a, a demo of that song for that movie, but it never got picked up. So it was, it was supposed to be their big break. Their, um, you know. Okay. Thing. So it was almost. So I was going to say what? Yeah, I was going to say why wasn't it a single? Do you think? But do you think they shied away from it? But by the sounds of it, they certainly didn't. No, yeah, they, it, it was the year before they recorded Uplift Mofo, so I think they just, uh, um, you know, rejected it and mm. then recorded it again the next year for the, for the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm noticing about this episode of the podcast is we're getting real facts rather than the normal nonsense facts <laughs> that we provide. <laughs> I, I, I'm blown away by all this. If we, if we, yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. Well, of course, I knew all that. Yeah, but I, well, I was going to say it, but Hamish jumped in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on to Love Trilogy. It's a lot of fun, says the condenser. It's a total grab bag of everything this album does well, going from swimmy to frenetic and amping up Anthony's poetry, which is silly and fun in a way that he really lost touch with as he got more sincere. I love the line, my love flows like a wise, a wise guy tying the zanies of directions. I love the tempo change and how it really morphs into a very different song, a uh, uh, different song and feel throughout. Very few Chili Peppers songs have such a drastic change. Maybe just Saviour, question mark. Wow. So, uh, what's your thoughts on Love Trilogy, Hamish? I, I, I agree. I, I love it as well. I love that they used to open with it. Um, and I really wish I'd been able to see uh, those 1998 shows that John, um, where, when John had just come back, because they opened a few times with Love Trilogy there as well, back when they were doing those club um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in June, I think. And yeah, it's just, it's uh, kind of three songs in one, and uh, they're all great. So it's mm. you know, so it's three it's, great songs in, in about two tri- minutes. Triple bubble, yeah. Triple bubble. Yeah. I, just, I wish they would play it more often. They haven't played it for twenty-three years now. It's a shame. Ah, oh, well, I was going to ask you whether they played it at. Um... Wembley Arena in 1998, but by, by the sounds of it, they did not. No, no. Like they haven't played it since before they recorded Gully, I think. Mm. Okay, here's, and the condenser wraps it up with uh, Organic Anti-Beatbox Band, or Anti-Beatbox Band. Mm. He doesn't say much about that. He says, this song does nothing for me. Oh, Christ. Kind of agreed, to be honest. It's, it's kind of... Um, yeah, I, I think, think he it's agreed. Of, it's of its time, but it's, it's sort of dated. It's kind of... Uh, snobbish. Um, no, it never really got, got me. No, no, and I think that's basically what we said last week. It's a funny one because it's one of those ones that I think immediately grabs you. And I think, uh, like Navarro picked it up and they played it with Dave when Dave came in because it's just, it's very big, it's got big guitars in it. Mm. But the more you listen, it's one of those ones that I, fe- I feel if you were of that era. It might grab you, uh, but it, then it would fade from your affections quite quickly, mm. and you'd mm. you'd start to like the other. So it's fun so fun when they play it live. It's one of those songs that uh, I guess the lyrics just kind of ruined. It's a bit like a um, storm in a teacup for John. You know, he he he, uh, he liked it until Anthony got on it. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is that out there? It's Something's that, going on out like there. Hey, Mister, don't know what it, it is. Like but... an attack copter. It is. It's some a chopper's coming in. It's going to land on my driveway by the sounds of it. We'll just run through. Well, run through so much. We'll just oh no, no. I did just want to say, Hamish, what's your favourite song on on the album? Um, oh, sorry. Jeez, <laughs> question. Is it Funky Crime? 
No, but I do love it. Um, so, sorry. Um, That's fine. Sam had probably to it. Yeah, probably fight like a brave, maybe backwards. I used to play backwards in my uh, high school cover band. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to the quality mates. Um, but yes. yeah, that was a, it's a good, oh, that's, a good, good that's a good band name. Hang on. Did I go for backwards? <laughs> uh, unknown, mate. I think I did. So I'm delighted to have to, to, if, that Hamish agreed with me because Hamish, I hold Hamish in high regard. So the fact that he's agreed with me makes me think that I am now excellent. <laughs> Okay. I agree. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad you feel well, that. Well, you're both excellent. <laughs> <sighs> right. That's well, Hamish, at the end of the episode, we'll get you to rate who's more excellent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that just in case it's Ben. <laughs> okay. So next note before we get back to um, the topic at hand. Yes. Is we wrote, we reached out to Go Go Amy previously to ask if she wanted to appear on the videos episode when we were doing the Zephyr song. Mm. Um, go, go Amy being the dancer throughout the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't check her messages very often. So I received a reply back. Yep. Uh, and it's an absolute pleasure. Oh, to introduce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, she, she got back to me and said, she doesn't check her messages very much, but hope the podcast went well. I said, thank you. It did. <laughs> yes, it did. And then also sent her another message saying, just in case you want to talk about the experiences on the Zephyr song, we're always open to have you come on. Bless her, she did get back and said, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she doesn't talk about her rock star days anymore. But we will well, say thank you. Thank so you we'll go, draw go. a line under that. Yeah, we'll, we will. We'll draw, draw that line in a minute after I just say to everyone, uh, she does now do a fantastic clothing line. So uh, it's eclectic. And interesting mm. and great as well. Some of it is, is fantastic. Oh, yes. Yes. So if you want, uh, go to Go Go Amy, search that, and you will find her on Etsy or find her on Facebook. Uh, some of the stuff is fantastic. Thank you, Go Go, for getting back in touch. Yeah. Well, indeed. And now we'll draw the line, shall we? Well, that, is, that line has been drawn. That's that. Okay. Did Go Go who? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Right, let's get... Let's get to this website then, Hamish. Do you want to just give a shout-out, first of all, for people to go and check it out if they want to while we're talking about it, if they're in front of the computer? Uh, yeah, well, the uh, URL is rhcpsessions.com. Um, sorry for the boring URL. There's, there's, there's no uh, country uh, I, can, yeah. I can give you. Just, just Maybe you can build one in. Does anyone know what URL stands for? Um, Hamish will know, won't he? Something universal reference or something? I don't know. What, what do you think? Universally <laughs> reeking, universally reeking podcast. Yeah, that's going to be got it. it. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so I will quote from your podcast, Hamish. This uh, it's not your podcast, it's your website. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Yes, we've had four beers now. Yeah, he's gone. It's quarter past, quarter to four. Oh, got it. Yes, we had to start drinking early because Hamish is nine hours ahead. I know, I know. Okay, this website. I was delighted. I think we should get more Australian guests on. <laughs> <laughs> this website was created to catalogue each of the recording sessions undertaken by the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their many forms from 1983 to today. And the main body of the site, and Hamish, it sounds like I'm talking directly to you. I'm talking to a wider audience. The main body of the site is albums, 
single track well it's that list isn't it that albums the single track recordings demo session recordings you have john and josh's solo stuff yeah yeah within that you've got information about recording dates the players additional musicians the locations producer engineer mixes the songs they recorded man alternate version different mixes working titles you have some great session photos and, and liner notes stuff in there some of the session photos are mm. great so w- was that the basis because there's a lot more to the website than that but talk to us about the 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 basis of that website that's the first thing you see those you know yeah. those images is that the board is that the meat is that the quality meat the quality <laughs> meat of the, of the uh, it is, yeah. But my my main inspiration was because I'm also a huge uh, um, Beatles fan, and they have, uh, you know, you can go to uh, pick a song, and they can tell you the exact day it was recorded, and when they did the overdubs, and uh, when it was mixed, and all that stuff. Um, and I was just disappointed that that kind of thing didn't exist for the Chili Peppers because that's where my brain kind of goes, and what what I desire uh, out of the things I love, I suppose. Um, and that, that's what I wanted. I, you know, if, if someone, uh, for example, heard Bunker Hill and, and didn't know when it was recorded, I wanted that yeah. information to be, you know, clearly available and out there. And, uh, you know, now, now we know, if, you know, 20 years later it was actually recorded during, you know, the Californication sessions and not, you know, not four years later. Um, and it's, yeah, just, just a website to get lost in, I suppose. Um, well, yeah. it certainly is. That's that's the thing about it. It's a you start you start on one thing and and it just takes you all over the place. That's that's mm. the, it, on something so in depth and so comprehensive. I mean, I can't imagine anything. I don't think there's anything else in the world as comprehensive to do with the Red Hot Chili Peppers recording sessions as this. No. What's the upkeep like? How how much time are you spending on? on the website to keep it. Uh, it's, it's, I'm so behind. I have, uh, so many updates I need to do. Um, and, uh, I've been, you know, spending my, my energies elsewhere for the past couple of years, but it is a lot of work. Uh, mm. um, quite often I just go through and make a note of every little typo, every little misplaced, uh, <laughs> quote mark or bracket. And it's just, it's just never ending. Um, if you look at the front page, there's a, um, uh, an updates section you know every, every couple of months i try and i try and do something to it but it's yeah it's a lot of work yeah it's a shame i wasn't paid for it yeah it certainly is when when did you put on the john and josh solo stuff is it, it has that been fairly recent uh john's been there for i think a year and a half or two maybe um and the josh was only quite recently i didn't actually write those those sections uh lenny from the um live archive website wrote all them he's when it comes to john uh, solo stuff he's he's the guy to talk to you guys mm-hmm. seem to have a, a really good working relationship i mean he contributes to the newsletter as well doesn't he yes he does yeah and i, I am a uh i don't know what what you would call it like an admin on his website so i occasionally update pages and stuff like that but um he's in uh argentina i think mm. and you know i'm in australia <laughs> Two different sides of the planet, but yeah. I've got websites in both countries, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it's like. What a world we live in. Yeah. Uh, so mm. some of the great sections, and one of my favourite sections on there is the Holy Grail section. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Of the stuff that is listed there, 
Um, the great, yeah, because as you say on the introduction to the Holy Grail section, things do turn up. Sometimes these things that you may not even know existed do mm. turn up. Like the uh, Quixotic Elixir, it was at the iTunes um, when the band. From- yeah. I mean, Anthony mentioned it in Scar Tissue, but no one had any idea there was this amazing song just, you know, left behind. Um, and yeah, that was a strange day when that showed up. I don't know if you, if you guys were uh, on the Chili Peppers internet much at the time, but yeah, that was a, a pretty amazing weekend mm-hmm. for me. A, a groundbreaking day. I, I think <laughs> yeah. our, our journey from being fans of, of the chili peppers and say, and having a beer one night and say, should we do a podcast about it? There's been quite a journey for us because, mm. and, and you've been part of that journey actually. And, and, and shaped the way that we, that we thought about what we were doing and the way that we had to approach it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when we did the funky monks episode. Well, yes. When we do, uh, and, because we didn't really, there was no sense to it. It's difficult to, we weren't on social media at the time, I don't think. No, we didn't really or, have or, any sense that, that anyone was listening, really. That was, yeah. I think that was. But we did say something about Flea and his level of drug taking at the time of the recording of Blood Sugar. Yes. And you got in touch with us and said, actually, I think you'll find that during this time, that, sorry, that makes it sound like, actually, I think you'll find. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That isn't what he did. No. He pointed out that at that time that wasn't the that wasn't yes. going on, and it, it just gave us pause to think about the fact that actually, while we are just listening to music we like and having a bit of a laugh and having a laugh and a beer, yeah. we are saying things that are about real people, and we yeah. are broadcasting it around the world. Mm. And and things like that are, are, are serious issues. Well, they and that's right. And you're quite right to say that it's it shaped the way that we, although it didn't sort of directly change the approach to the, you know, the feel of the podcast, but we certainly, as you say, had to think long and hard about the fact that we can't just throw non facts. Yeah. And, and now I think we, if we're ever faced with some of that, we'll say he may or may not have been doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's, uh, I, um, don't want to give off the impression that I'm not a total nerd and the stickler for details, but, um, mm. uh, you know, I suppose it's, it's good to have the truth out there. there you know, mm. being, being on the internet, you make, uh, like, you know, there's a good example of that, that fake leak from the other day where mm. supposedly Chad put something up on his Instagram stories and, uh, deleted it immediately. And it's just some guy playing in his, uh, in his garage. Um, you know, it, stuff like that circulates so quickly, uh, yeah. and yeah. it's just a, a lie, basically. And you know, there, there are there are funny pranks, but there's also, you know, I'm trying to uh, uphold the truth here. <laughs> that well, sounds very noble. But, yeah, you're like Robocop. Well, it, <laughs> it is noble, but also there's a lot of people who are sort of really, really hanging on everything that, particularly about the new album. You know, mm. we're all desperate, aren't we? So. You know, don't mess with our emotions. Do you know for a minute then I thought you were going to say there are people out there on hanging on every word that we say here. Oh, no. Well, that, <laughs> that, that is not That's true. a lie. That's another but lie. The thing is, is as you say, and it's not only the fact that people believe what they hear, but people genuinely want to believe that that, is, that, that was true. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and on, you know, the, one, one of those uh, 
uh, spammy YouTube accounts. That, that video has got sixty thousand views now, and it's just like it's, you can't take that out off the internet. It's, no, people, people, people listen to it and go on with their day. Yeah. While I'm, you know, sitting here in Sydney screaming at a computer, but it's not, but it's not real. Well, I think, and I but, love uh, the Chad, uh, the photo of Chad on his on his drum kit that was posted the other day as well. Mm. Um, I, I just love the fact that straight away you were like, "No, this photo is four years old." <laughs> oh yeah, I, I didn't actually do the uh, the work there. I got a uh, I got a team of elves that tell me those sorts of things. Yeah, but, and um, so yeah. I, I was just like, "Oh well, I'm not going to get excited about that." You know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, we could wake up tomorrow and they'll announce the album. That's that's how it happens. What about the shaker? There was a shaker, a shaker video. Oh, uh, that was that was um. The guy who recorded that was uh, Andrew Watt, you know, the, the yeah, music yeah. producer that Chad does all that session work for. So I think that was just a uh, something a else session. again. You know, yeah. Yeah. So God. who knows? But it might be. Yeah. He burst the bubble again. <laughs> I think I, was, I, I started, <laughs> but, you know, I started rapping over that shaker video. What about Bears and Bears? <laughs> well, essentially, yeah. yeah, but, yeah we went to, I was we thinking, you know, what are the other boys doing here? Well, there, there was that photo we took of John's guitars. Like, we know that they're actually doing oh, something. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. But what I don't understand is they're definitely doing something. They're definitely recording an album. But Flea mm. just seems to completely ignore that fact on social media because he is yeah. the most active of all of them, and he just says nothing about it. Hey, I, I don't know what uh, is going through his mind. That that sounds kind of dramatic. But uh, yeah. It's, yeah, right. it's, it could be very simple, just put out a few photos or a bit of information, yeah. but it's like they don't want to jinx it or something. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. Do you think it could be the the label that are telling them to keep completely quiet? Well, they did just change management, so might, that might have something to do with it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, but, do, I do want to say at this point, well, we're talking about Flea, please stop replying to all of our, all of our tweets. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Flea, stop. We're sick of it. Well, we are. We will have him on. In our own time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't make us block you. <laughs> so, the Holy Grails, he says as he tries to unplug his uh, earphones by accident. The Holy Grails. Sam points to me to give him a hazy days. Thank you. Mm. My, my one is, is the Deep Kick documentary. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Uh, what Hamish hey, is that yours or is that is there something else you'd rather see? Um, I, I mean, don't get me wrong; I'd love to see it, but I think I would probably prefer to hear something we don't actually know exists, um, uh, something that hasn't been mentioned. Um, uh, you know, for example, at one point they must have done um, demos for Blood Sugar, um, but they've never spoken about them, and they're they would have demoed basically every song they recorded. Um, and to think that they, they might show up on a box set one day is pretty incredible, um, which could include, you know, songs that they didn't end up putting on the final album. So mm. kind of like the Teatro Sessions, but eight years earlier. Mm. Um, uh, it'd be great to hear uh, the rest of the greatest hits sessions, even though it's the, the few things that have leaked haven't been that inspiring. Um yeah, I mean, I, by, by all means, I'd take Deep Kick. It's, it'll never show up because they, they love uh, ignoring that era of the band. But mm. things, things, just like I said, things happened. Like a uh, few minutes of, of Deep Kick just leaked online yeah. earlier this year. And 
we have no idea where it came from or who who leaked it or where the rest of it is. But who knows? I mean, talking about a box set, imagine what they could put together. <laughs> the money we would spend. The mo- and the money that people would be prepared to spend on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I'm, I'm positive it's going to be, I mean, I'd love to be wrong here. Please, please use my words against me, but I'm positive it's going to be extremely underwhelming. Mm. Uh, they'll, they'll put out a, 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 um, a blood sugar box set and it'll just have the, the four or five B-sides and that's it. You know, yeah. No, yeah. nothing really uh, ex- exciting. Uh, I'll still buy but, it. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> so will I. Yeah, yeah. I th- I'd like to see the Blackbird uh, gig. Mm. Oh, that would be. I got, I got so be- close to finding that recently. I uh, I downloaded uh, gigs and gigs of recordings of that one twenty minutes TV show, and I got the episode before and the episode afterwards. And oh, mate, <laughs> I, I almost had it. That, that was yeah. That's that's, that, that's that's in the the MTV archives. You know, that, yeah, it's there. Yeah, someone can get it. Okay, as we no doubt come out of a little sting of their red heart. Hang on, Sam's, Sam's quietly poking me. What's your problem? Oh, he wants a beer. I was trying to do it. I'm yeah, trying to subtly. Just, well, just be clearer. Start, you know, start <laughs> as we no doubt come out of a little sting of their red heart, we move on to uh, track variants on the website. Hamish, tell us about track variants. Because this is cr- this is crazy, t- crazy town. Uh, th- this is for the real nerds. Uh, this is an- another thing um, that I just ripped off the the Beatles uh, fandom. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'll I'll send it to you guys later a link of it. But there's there's a, a document just like this one um, that lists every uh, different version of a Beatles song, and I found that one day and just thought, oh, I could do that for the Chili Peppers and. Um, uh, yeah, I, I did. Uh, I think that was uh, during a quiet moment at uni. Um, a quiet just, moment. It's massive. Yeah, but it's you know it's a lot of copy pasting and all that stuff, and, and a lot of albums. It, it was quite disappointing actually because there really aren't that many variants uh, for the Chili Peppers until you get to about Mother's Milk, where there's about a thousand um, unnecessary remixes. Uh, but yes, yeah, this, this is. Uh, you know, if, if if this kind of thing interests you, then I think we can be we can be friends. Basically, it's just uh, minutia and yeah, uh, you know, yeah. But I'm I'm surprised anyone actually read uh, looked at this thing. I, I kind of forgot about it. I didn't really, uh, you know, don't talk about it that much. No, yeah. well, I, I would say it's. I mean, it is unbelievable, actually. And but Ben is of that kind of mind. I think. That uh, it would appeal to him more, more so than me. But although I, you know, I find that kind of thing very interesting. But Ben, I think you and Ben come from the same. Yeah. I love detail. He's yeah. a detail man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you'd be staggered. You'd be staggered. It's hard to believe that either of us love detail, given the amount of bollocks we churn out. <laughs> it's almost detail. Well, he but... loves de- more. He loves detail more, <laughs> more than I do. He's, you know, he's got this. Hey, I've got my little notebook going I just on turned that with a beer. So. All right, both methods work. They have the respective exactly, merits. exactly. I let ex- exactly. I, I, that's why I, I plow on with my method. One's yeah. harder work, and one's really easy. Sam's got the easy job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you love it. 
Yes, I love it, Sam. Yeah, he I love it. it. He says he does. I just earlier on, both of you missed it. I said in response to just how much work must have gone into that document, I said Crazy Town. Well, no, I didn't miss and it. I no did one. not miss it. I didn't miss it. <laughs> Fine. I just didn't want to necessarily acknowledge it. It will acknowledge it now. I consider it acknowledged. Hamish, what? Hamish, did you did you notice that? Uh, I, I didn't actually know, but right, right, well. I am. Um, I had a, a fun moment um, a few years, or maybe it was this last year, when I I realised um, that you know the band played Pretty Little Diddy live in two thousand one. Um, you know, it's, it's the only time they've played it since nineteen ninety one. I think that they actually played that at the, at the point when uh, Butterfly mm. was high in the charts. Um, it's, it must have been a fun moment for the band to kind of remind everyone who really wrote that riff, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly because Those bloody crazy town boys. It, well, I can remember when, when it came out, when Butterfly came out. And You're my ev- butterfly, sugar, baby. <laughs> yeah, precisely. But the, it, uh, most people I spoke to just, just thought that it was them. Yeah, yeah. Thought, because isn't there in the video someone playing, allegedly playing the guitar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny, yeah. the... Um, the, because the band split all the royalties uh, equally, that Anthony gets a writing credit on that song, even though he obviously didn't. Mm. I mean, he might have yeah. done some arrangement or something, but he doesn't do anything on the song. He which means he likes. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, which <laughs> he then gets all. He gets a cut from the Crazy Town version as well, which I think is is fair. Well, just as fair, maybe as fair as him getting money from the original, I suppose. Yeah, but it's, it's funny that he had nothing to do with the song and then it got sampled and becomes this huge number yeah. one hit and he's still just getting, you know... Yeah, and he's laughing the for it. the bank. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the way to do it, though, in my opinion, if you're in a band. If you want to keep the peace and be a, a, a band that oh, has God, a measure yeah. of longevity is to split everything equally. doesn't matter who, who wrote what because everyone at some point in, in most bands is going to contribute something to, to, to almost everything. Mm. The bands mm. that really have acrimonious breakups are those where someone says, "Well, I wrote eighty percent of this song, and so screw you guys." For, uh, so they, they, for me, it just speaks to the fact that they just all they care about is the music. You know, if you're going into that much detail about who gets paid for what, what are you in it for? The money, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's your own question, there, buddy. So I, I just again commend them for that. Yes. If you were in a band, what mm. would your approach be? Suck up the money or split it even. To be honest, it depends whether I was doing a lot of the writing. <laughs> no, is it? Right. I can, Which I, I wouldn't be. I I'm not going to be in another band with you. I have to say that I would be, uh, you know, at most I would contribute the odd lyrics. So I would very much be uh, in, you know. I've heard your lyrics as well. Absolutely evenly, yeah. <laughs> well, that could be the lyric that makes the song, you know, a huge hit. So, ah, hang on, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Mm, no, that's why you make it even, uh, even you know i'm gonna have to consult my lawyer on this evens all the way hey yeah. you and evens man yeah of course yeah yeah because yeah, even if you are the one that is like the true brain power that that kind of fact comes out anyway you know yeah i think it does with songwriting and podcasts yeah <laughs> that's true we're definitely even on this it's been well, it's been lucrative well so far we've least. spent a lot more than we've raked in <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay next section down, down, down. Uh, below the, uh, the 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 images, you, you're getting into these kind of things: the holy grails, the track variants, the flea mail. 
The flea man. Oh, Here man. we go again with another. How long did it take to collate all his emails? As you say, it's 52,000 words, longer than The Great Gatsby. Yeah. How long did that take to do? Uh, it, it took a while, actually. Yeah, that, that was... Um, um, uh, that was that was tricky because uh, the the old versions of the Julie Bebbers website uh, aren't um, uh, collected on the Internet Archive all that well, um, and so I had to get them from all these different sources and uh, uh, make sure they were formatted properly. That I uh, I never wanted to read another word of Flea's writing. Uh, again in my life all no no caps and double space between everything and three lines between each line and yeah but it's it's fun yeah it's good to put on a like a if you've got a kindle or something and just walk around with it well that's what i was gonna say do you relish that kind of challenge or is it something that you look at and think oh man this is gonna be an absolute ball ache i I definitely am you know a projects oriented person so i like doing that kind of thing um Yeah. yeah So, yeah, so yeah. was thank God. So that was more your idea to do that because I don't think McCartney or Lennon were doing that many <laughs> emails. No, not everything I do is ripped off the Beatles. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just most of it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I can remember being at college in the late nineties and and sort of getting onto the computers and and reading those flea mails and just thinking how cool they were, and it was just unbelievable. It was still during the time when the the concept of that they actually existed, mm. you know, as people. They, they were just still people who I, I just heard on the records. And so being able to read those those mails, uh, I found just exhilarating at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I uh, directly caused one of them because I, uh, I can... Oh, you of know, course you did. I, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I helped uh, back in 2006 uh, leak uh, Stadium Arcadium because the guy... Um, uh, can you, did you ever go to the Stadium Arcadium forums? The, the, um, well, the website, actually, um, Stadium Arcadium? We, we were traveling. Did, so did we, were, we were. I didn't. No, I didn't. But we were traveling just before. We were actually in Japan oh. when it came out. So, um, yeah, I was largely off. Oh, okay. It, yeah, so. All right. Well, um, somebody came onto those, those forums uh, and he lived in. Uh, Gibraltar, I think, something something like that. And they got the album like a week before the rest of the world. And myself and three other people or a few other people helped coach him how to uh, rip an album and upload it and disseminate it and everything. And then that's that's how it leaked. And then the day afterwards, Flea puts up that ridiculous, oh, I found out it leaked and I'm, I'm really sad because it's in such bad quality uh, blog. Um, even though, you know, it was in better quality than what was actually on iTunes at that point. Um, wow. But that was pretty funny to see him. Yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah. Well, we are That's we good. are living and learning today. Oh, I, I just can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I, I, a little story from um, that, that time. We were in Japan when it came out and we'd been traveling for the best part of a year and had absolutely no money left. So... We went. We we were staying on the outskirts of Tokyo, and we went in and found it. And nobody in Japan speaks any English, so we managed to buy a copy. Mm. Found a copy, took it back, and the first time we listened to it was on a TV DVD combo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the sound quality, and we bought. You know, we just. It, 
But what what uh, you can remember sitting on that top bunk of that bed and hearing it for the first time, and it was just a wonderful. That was a wonderful yeah, moment. Yeah. I remember because um, uh, we got it a, a bit early here in Australia. I mean, we got, we got a bit late actually. But I remember just getting it and going home. And back in the days of MSN, uh, finding some random person and a friend of mine were uh, talking about the album, and, and we were like, you know, lauding the fact that we had it. And he didn't getting into an argument about the, the lyrics to Wet Sand. You don't really have those kind of interactions on the internet anymore, do you? It's, it's no, exactly. Yeah, and I think there was a golden period, wasn't there, where the internet was just so valuable and everybody, yeah. any, any sort of information you could get was was from there, but it was such limited information as well at, at that time. Yeah, so it was a, and, it was and, a and so much of it is gone. Like the... All, all the stadium arcadium forum is gone and all the official um like, like flea used to just go into the chat room on the old website and just talk to people i, I never was there for it but um all the uh usenet stuff from the early 90s you know that's it's all gone yeah, it's, it's, lost. it's yeah it's a shame but you know that's why that's why we try and keep the stuff we can now for for future generations yeah, yeah, exactly. Talk us through, this is a, an interesting section of the site, the Out of Phase Curios. Oh, right. The, oop, the, the, oop, <laughs> well, yeah. the Oops method. Oops, yeah. That, um, uh, another uh, entry in the Beatles ripoff column. Uh, it does say on the website, doesn't it, this works particularly well for the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, Basically, I mean, do you want to explain what it what an out of phase thing is? Yes, please. Well, it's because uh, a song uh, usually exists in stereo. If you take uh, the left channel, uh, no, sorry, the right channel, and invert it, uh, so that every up is down, and you know, vice versa, and play it back against itself, uh, it cancels the the sound out. Basically, if you want to, um, uh, the way the sound works is that you can, uh, if you give, if you play the exact opposite of a sound wave, you get nothing. Um, so if you do that to, a, to music, you you get backing vocals or um, you know guitar right. parts that are quite often buried, and yeah. you know. And so there's, I think it's 25 minutes of just that on the website, which is quite fun to. To listen to. It is. It's great fun. It's really interesting. Well, I, I'm not going to make any bones about the fact that I did not know about that section of the website, but it sounds... Well, it's there on the bloody website, mate. What? No, I will check it out. Now that it's been explained to me, it sounds great, so I'm going to go... I'm thinking that's probably the way that a lot, uh, that a lot of the kind of versions where you can find on the internet of where stuff's cut out. So yeah. like you say, karaoke versions. It's yeah. It's like something it. like that where they just, they, that's like a, they get all the, the, the frequency that the human voice is supposed to fit in hmm. and they just remove that out of a song. This is like, I don't know, uh, uh, more manual, I guess, but yeah, it's, it, it's basically it, uh, all you get is John's backing vocals because the way he, oh. he mixes them is uh, done a certain way, but yeah. I've got an uh, I've got an OMTP. It's an Oops method technical point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Oops stands for out of phase stereo. Don't, oh, don't okay. thank me all at once. 
Sorry, I was just doing <laughs> an internal. <laughs> You're having a gas attack, oh, weren't you? Yeah. Out of phase stereo, the oops method, and it's it's very interesting. And I say it's there on the site. It's about yeah, twenty five minutes of of hearing things that you won't necessarily have heard before, and you also like have a little list of what is mm. what the differences are as well, don't you? So people can pick up on that. Mm. Another great section of, of yeah, website. yeah, um, yeah. Things like uh, I think in this velvet glove, there's these like piano chords during the chorus. That you just you just can't hear normally, and you know you wonder why they even bother putting them in there. But then you you do this, and you can just you can just hear it, and um, yeah, you kind of you you never hear it normally again. I think as a like you said, you're a, you're a musician, you, and you've played. What do you play? Uh, guitar. Yeah. So, have you recorded stuff as well, like on GarageBand or Logic Pro or or in the studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So. It's, not not in, a, in a proper studio, but yeah, yeah. It's it, for me that kind of thing. Well, for me, in my humble opinion, it's the sure. it's the texture of the song. You might put something in yeah. that doesn't get picked up by the ear necessarily, but when you take it out, mm. you notice that something is lacking, and so it's building up the song by layers. Is is what I would do when I was recording, and it's just it gives the song an, a, a bigger sound and overall feel it's not necessarily integral to what the person is, the listener is hearing, but it's integral to the overall sound of the song. Yeah. Well, yeah. that, yeah, very well explained. Cause my next question was going to be, you know, why do they why do fucking it? bother? Well, exa- well, no, exactly. But, um, there you go. You've just, uh, answered that one. So that was an RTP, which is a recording technical point. Yes. <laughs> what about, uh, moments to listen for? Cause this is an interesting section and this uh, is yeah. where you, you talk about headphones. These all work a yeah. lot better with headphones, and I think you'll agree, a decent quality pair of headphones. A decent quality <laughs> pair of headphones is required here. Yes. If you, if you, uh, I, this si- uh, section of the site is uh, sorely missing, so if you guys have any ideas for it, please let me know. And, and you know, people listening, um, mm. because, uh, yeah, it, it's, um, it, it's interesting. It's, it, this is when, uh, you know, forums were very valuable, because this would be a 50-page thread of people um, giving ideas, but uh, we don't have that anymore, sadly. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, this, this is the type of, you know, when you, when you find yourself getting really interested in a band, then beyond, beyond just, uh, you know, liking them, but really like, you know, thinking about them deeply and, you know, too much. Uh, this is the, the kind of thing that you, uh, that, that I always found very, very exciting. Just, listening for little mistakes and glimpses of, of something else, you know? Oh, wait, I'm going to use the word curios again, because we've just talked about out-phase curios, but there are curios yeah. within the recordings that you, mm. and I find this when, and we've talked about it, Sam, before, that when you listen to it on a really good quality pair of headphones, yeah. you hear things that you've never heard before. Mm. I was driving back to work yesterday, not even wearing a pair of headphones, just listening to it through the speakers on my car, at full volume, at maximum volume. Maximum volume, yeah. Excellent. And this might be why I noticed this. I noticed a, a, a certain thing on fellow, um, fellowship. Fellowship slinking. <laughs> and me, me buying that. Yeah. Yeah, on mellowship that I had never noticed before. Yeah. This is the great thing about, about music. You can constantly pick things out that you've not noticed before. That's why the yeah, moments yeah. to listen to the section I think is so good. Yeah, it, it, and it is actually because 
there will be a lot of people who don't listen to music on a good quality pair of headphones. Or as loud as I can. Or as loud as they possibly can in a car. And it is worth mentioning that a lot of cars have top quality stereo systems built in. Yes, Hamish, he agreed with that point. You may have seen him banging the desk. Yes. Um, <laughs> now they do, yeah. Not, not, not unless you drive like a no, fast Corolla not, or something. Yeah, maybe not back in the day. But it is incredible when you, if you buy a new pair of headphones, the things you can pick up on, it's just unbelievable. Mm. And the level of detail and, the, like you say, the layers that go into songs is, is if you're just listening to it on your phone god damn it don't do that yeah no and, and it's it's the the way that they record where they're all in a in the the room together yeah talking to each other like it, it's you know the beginning of ethiopia you hear fully talk but they've obviously mixed that you know much to the the forefront but yeah. that yeah. stuff is all over the 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 band's discography uh like in like 21st century you can hear him singing along with his bass uh, at the yeah. beginning of it. Um, and, yes, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yes. and it's all right. worth hearing, isn't it? That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a, you're the type of person that might be interested in this, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to, to a podcast about the Chili Peppers, which is now breaking down the Chili Peppers website, then you're bloody <laughs> interested in the shit, right, that's for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. So. And then, okay, you know, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being oh, here. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to echo those words. I would like to echo your words, which echoed Hamish's words. <laughs> yeah, excellent. That's a triple echo or a double echo. A tri- <laughs> I can't even get there. No, it's not a double echo because that would surely be a quadruple echo. Because an echo is, in, is, is one repetition. Let's okay, we'll, move, we'll move, move past on. that whole morass of what an echo is. <laughs> Hamish, the newsletter, though, which is a, a huge... Oh, yeah. Separate project, a huge thing, yeah. A separate project mm. and something I was. I always think it's doing something which is going to keep, which is always going to re. Uh, I nearly said refresh, mm. like as an American, which is going to refresh on a, on a regular basis, so that you can keep directing people back to to your work. And the newsletter keeps it fresh, and I always look forward to it coming through on my feed. I love it. What what prompted you to start doing that? Um. Uh, have you? I, I don't know if you, you are, um, uh, you know, aware of it, but the, the newsletters are, are kind of all the rage at the moment. Have you? Do you subscribe to anything? Any others? No any other newsletters like this. <laughs> no, just yours. Well, <laughs> well you're oh, unique. That's, great. that's <laughs> got to be good, hasn't it? It is. Yes, it's it's um, it's quite touching. Uh, the <laughs> every you know every uh, author or journalist basically has a. Um, like a Substack or a, a newsletter. Um, and there's a, um, you know, if, if you're interested in Japan, there's a photographer and writer named Craig Mod who has about five uh, newsletters. Um, and it's, it's basically, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, a way to, it's like a, a unique, uh, a direct blog post, basically a, a way to write a blog basically, but also publish it in a much more, uh, yeah, you know, not, not universal way, but yeah, yeah, I guess it's suppose yeah, official way. But yeah. and it just gives me the opportunity to just think about one little thing and just you know spend a week writing it and then just send it out. And you know, there's always people that reply. There's always people that you know say that they enjoy it, which is great. Um, Irene, if you're listening, thank you for responding to every single one of them immediately. Um, but yeah, yeah, and. and 
the, many, how many has there been? Uh, 31. Okay. So far. Irene's, Irene's all over it. Oh, she, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it's enabled me to, to do things that, that have just been complete dreams. Talking about Holy Grails, actually, I can, I've got a Holy Grail for you, and that's a recording of John's last show in, in Japan in 1992. Mm. Um, that would be, I think, you know, the one thing I could, if I, if I could pick anything, any day to be at, it would be there. Um, and yeah. thanks to the, the newsletter, I've just been able to, to find out so much more about that, uh, you know, period, that tour, that show, than, than I, you know, than we had in, had in the past. I've got, you know, we've got a scan of Anthony's set list from that show now, thanks to the kind of effort me and a few other people have, have put in. I love that. I love the use of the word we, mm. we've got this, you know, yeah. everybody's working together to try and recover. As oh, well. yeah, yeah. But I, I, I felt I, included you know, in that way. Mm. Oh, yeah, you, I, you definitely are, yeah. I worked hard for that set list. I know you did, Sam. Well, well, through you, I've worked out. Yeah, yeah. sounded fuck all, like normal. (laughs) Hey, this is scandalous, but true. And and I uh, I mean, there is someone who is a a good friend of mine on Twitter named Nat, who lives in Japan, um, is, you know, mainly predominantly a Japanese speaker, um, but you know, has mailed me books that I've then taken to a random person on Reddit and had, um, and had them translate for me. And that was like, you know, the, the tour diary, uh, mm. which is in one of those newsletters from 1992. And it's, yeah. you know, all these, all these people coming together from all over the planet just to share, you know, information. Um, yeah. admittedly about one of the worst periods in John's life. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's quite interesting to us. Well, it, it is. And, and luckily, we were all able to bask in the fact that it ended much better than it started. So he did yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's easy. It's more, I think it's more palatable than it possibly could have been. So Yeah, absolutely. Because what actually happened was he came through it. He was, yeah. again, surrounded by friends. Mm. Yeah. And by that happening... He more music was created. The, yeah. I mean, the stuff that you, I mean, Henry said earlier, like he talked to people about the chilies and their eyes would glaze over. We yeah. know that, oh, that, you, that you talked, so you went through that three year period where, mate, the, every second I word glazed out of many an eye <laughs> about John Shante. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let, can I just ask it? I mean, it's a, it's a, obviously a wide ranging uh, question, but what is your favorite John Shante album? <sighs> Ooh, and now um, it's, you know, I'd put you on the spot and it's difficult. I wouldn't want to be Well, what would you say then? Oh, no, you've asked me the question. Well, let's let Hamish answer first. Uh, well, probably, I mean, if I'm, uh, you know, house is on fire and I have to pick one um, and for some reason everything else in my house has been saved, um, probably Curtains, I think. Oh, the yeah, Russian yeah. album. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Curtains is mm. incredible. It is incredible. Well, what's your Battle of the Will to Death. Oh yes, they're both. Well, yeah, yeah. It's difficult for me to go away from those two. They're both absolutely brilliant. I have for the last six months, just because I'm so lazy and I've just gone back to work, been listening to Shadows on repeat in my car. 
I love mm. Shadows. It's brilliant. Shadows is the one that got you into it, wasn't it? Carve well, Shadows, out especially. Yeah, I, I, I bought to record Only Water and listen to it and then put it away. And then, <laughs> really? Yeah. And, but then I, I've since, you know, learned to appreciate it. And actually, I remember walking. Oh, man, I can remember. On down the road. In Sydney. Yeah, walking down the road in Sydney, walking to work, listening to to record only water after I'd got become obsessed and appreciating it so much more. Um, where did you live when you lived in Sydney? Um, oh, Flinders Street Station. We lived that, very near in, there. That's in Melbourne. Oh, no, that's it? in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, that's in Melbourne. Yeah. So we stay. Hang on. Hang on. Did you ever live in Sydney? <laughs> yes, I did live in Sydney. But what's the station? We lived very near a train station. Foster's. <laughs> Oh, it can't be Foster's. Foster's is just... Yeah. That's no. just a bit. I'm trying to remember. Like, like See, the, the central station? No. Yeah. No. Oh, I don't know. But oh, you, did work okay. for Arrow, you did work for Arrow Data. I worked for Data. a company called Arrow Voice and Data. Where did we live when we stayed in Sydney? Where was the flat? What was the station? Hey, you speak to your wife Where were on the phone we? now. It's a voice message on right, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get the information from Siri. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not that tempting of answer asking the human. <laughs> but I used to I used to I used to jog to work. God, it was a different different Anyway, it's different time. It was wonderful though, but all the time I was listening to John Fashonte. Anyway, my favourite <laughs> album. Yes. I'm going oh God, I don't now that I'm gonna go for Can you speed this up, please? Yes. I'm gonna go for the will to death. I think the will to death. Okay, and I'll go, shad- I'll go for shadows. We can we'll shadows. So we've covered yeah, we've covered the whole. Yeah, okay, but I'll break it down further. Favorite song? Oh, God, what? <laughs> uh, well, I did uh, for my uh, for my HSC, which is like the um, what, I guess what your O levels are, or something similar to that. It's kind of like the leaving school. It's the yeah, high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I did music, and I, you know, I talked about how I would talk about the Chili Peppers, and my friends' eyes would glaze over. Uh, we had to do. Uh, four songs as a performance um, and I did uh, Funky Monks, Mellow Ship, Aeroplane and Anne from Oh, beautiful and, wow. and uh, it's, it's very uh, true to form, you know, I just, I just did completely Chili Peppers but, you know, it was good So you, are you going for Anne then? Are you going for Anne? Uh, yeah, that all the past proceeds the pastures yeah, is wonderful. I actually was um, working with my, I suppose I could call her a singing coach or singing teacher. We worked on Anne. Um, so, yeah, I, I spent recently right. spent a few weeks working on singing Anne. And, um, oh, what a tune. What a tune. Good song, yeah. I, I only play guitar, but my, my, uh, my friend Josh sang. But, you know, he was, he was angelic. Hang we on. did very well. He Hang did on. it. He Your did friend Josh, are you telling us? Oh no, 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 <laughs> surely not. Not, not, uh, not, not, not quite <laughs> often. No. Uh, that would, that no. would just be the ultimate bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, uh, had cling off of working on my GCSE. Presumably you've got another friend called John. Another <laughs> yeah. friend called the Swan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh has, has been to the website though, actually. Klinghoffer. Which ah, is nice. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah. All, yeah. all the, uh, the, um, 
this is this is through uh, my friend Mark, who is you know Mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's good friends with Josh, um, and he has has linked him to the website a couple of times. This is back when oh, I was still right. in the band, obviously. Um, to, to to think that you know when I re- uh, started the website, that an actual you know, member of the band, like a current member, would be looking at it and fixing things up and telling me information, and it was it's quite uh, quite incredible. And so oh, that's that must have been. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was it was pretty nuts. That's where we get all the information about uh, the getaway demos and um, a few other things. Yeah, I mean, the the equivalent of that is knowing that one of the band members has listened to an episode of the podcast. I suppose they have. That's why they they refuse to come up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you could still get Josh. Yeah, well, we actually. Um, we 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 contacted Mark, and he didn't sort of outright say it was an impossibility, but it it never happened. So it's it's such a shame um, that Jack Sherman has passed away because he might have gone on. He yeah. was very available to to fans, and um, yeah, he was you know t- t- uh, became quite a good friend of mine in the end. It's it's really. Um, you know that was a, that was a shock when he when he passed. Yeah, real shock. Well, that talking about the newsletter, I think one of the best editions of the newsletter was the Jack Sherman one. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. Max wrote. Yeah, um, yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, he yeah. he um he was a strange and wonderful guy, Jack. It's such, such a shame that he's gone, and a hell of a guitar player too. I mean, the, the his work on Mummy's Where Where's Daddy. That's the you know the funkiest the chili peppers ever got sometimes i think Tell us about the upcoming project then, or the project that you've been working on, um, soon to be hopefully released. You're working on a book about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, um, just just in uh, about their first year together. Um, I'm, wow. Uh, I've finished um, uh, one draft. I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of cautious about talking about it because I don't want it to just never come out. Um, but I've, I've finished uh, a, a first draft of it. I'm doing a second draft. I'm um, hoping to, if not, not put it out, you know, officially with a publisher, um, then just, you know, myself independently. Yeah, put it out. Um, but, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know. You know that a lot of my golden content revolves around the early years of the band. But mainly 1983, yeah. So, you know, if you need anything <laughs> uh, from me, I'd be more than happy to yeah, contribute. Yeah, Sam can tell you what year they got together. <laughs> Well, that might you know that's uh, a big part of the book is did they really get together in 1983? Oh, um, so, hang on, what? Find um, Yeah, well, uh, let's just say that the bands uh, have not been very good at describing their own history. Um, and yeah, yeah, but you know th- th- that will come out. I don't, I'm hoping to have it out 
this year, but it all depends on whether or not, you know, I can somehow miraculously get the band to talk to me or... Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think that you will. I think you're going to make it happen. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I've spoken to uh, to, to Jack Sherman, um, to, to Gary Allen, you know, the guy who actually gave him their first ever yeah. Uh, yeah. gig. He's, he's become quite a good friend as well, which is another bizarre thing to say. Mm. Um, to Fabrice, their, their old friend. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave me some information about that, I remember, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, of I course, mean, yeah, yeah. 15-year-old Hamish could not have imagined that all this would happen. No, no. It's uh, sort of beyond my wildest dreams. I mean, I haven't met any of them yet, apart from chasing John down the road in his car. Oh, uh, yeah, um, but he quietly sang oh, got close. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, yeah, uh, it's gotten to the point where, not to, like, you know, humble brag, but whenever I've been replied to by Flea on Twitter, it's not really that exciting anymore. It's just like, oh, yeah, there he is. Oh yeah. So what's the what's the secret? Yeah, yeah. What, can, you, can you tell us what to tweet? Actually, no. Actually, forget that. Can you just ask him to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to, you know what the secret is. Um, wait for a Laker game to be on, and then uh, message him then because he's always looking at his phone during the basketball. Uh, okay, okay, that, okay. That's that's it. Yeah. Fine. Top sounds The the book is. Um, kind of an early history, how they got together, and then uh, gig by gig all throughout the year, what they did, where they played, um, and then when they got their record deal and lost Hillel and Jack. and Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a um, part narrative, part uh, chronology. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it's interesting to people. Hopefully oh, yeah. I haven't just completely written 70,000 words of you know minutia. But, yeah, yeah. Hang on, seventy thousand words. Seventy thousand words is longer than the flea mail archive. Based on on how it's received, do you foresee, you know, doing it sort of going further or, or you know into the more recent history? Uh, well, I'd love to do, um, uh, you know, the definitive biography of John. I think that'd be oh, oh, quite interesting. He's got such such an interesting life that people don't realise. Uh, can I pre-order um, ten copies? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I, uh, I imagine that him being around and, uh, you know, not wanting to, to have anything to do with it might impede it, so who knows. But well, yeah, um, that's that's just a pipe dream at the moment. I just, uh, if, if I don't write it, someone should. It's, he's got such an yeah. incredible life that, that um, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, it, exactly. What what a, a book to, to dive into that is, I mean... And I think there'd be a a lot of people who would be interested in reading it. Not only Chili's fans, I think that that story would appeal to music fans in general who probably have never heard of it. And and that's that's the thing that the the Chili Peppers don't seem to to realise is there's there's such a big market for their for their stuff, you know, their their story, their music, their their anything. like Scar Tissue sold a lot of copies, even people that are just kind of casual fans. Um, but there's, yeah. there's, you know, there's no biographies. There's, um, I mean, there's a couple of biographies, but they all came out in 2003. Um, there's, there's so much more they could do with their story, their, their image. Yeah, that's, I think that's very true. 
Well, you, you've definitely got. Uh, you sold two copies of your of the book you're working on at the moment immediately. If you oh, I'll send you, you. You guys can have a couple of free copies of that one. That's for sure. Oh, lovely autograph. I'll, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do a, a book tour in England once you know the world opens right. up again. In, what in, in this yeah. garage? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's. What, yeah, I mean, you're more than welcome here. You know, bring everybody that you've mentioned. Yeah, and bring the red wine. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll supply the red wine. Oh, Sam will supply the red wine. That's yeah. lovely of you. Okay. Okay, well, we're going to say thank you very, very much to Hamish Duncan for coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an education as well. Mm. We must recommend as we go to the socials that Hamish goes first. So, Oh, I'm, yes. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming I'm, Hamish actually knows his own socials. Presumably. Hamish, <laughs> do you know your socials and your own websites? Um, yes, well, the website again is uh, rhcpsessions.com uh, and my Twitter um, uh, username is rhcpsessions. If you want to see me post that same picture of Anthony in Point Break over and over again. Um, Which, of course, we do. That would be a waste of time. <laughs> that, that, hang on a minute. That was Arnie again. <laughs> hang on, no. That would be... No, hang on. I want to close your boots. That would be a waste of time. That's yeah, okay, that's how me. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Hamish. No, no, please, please continue. Um, and I'm on Facebook, but I don't know how to tell you how to go there. It's just Red Hot Chili Peppers Sessions Archive. But I don't really use Facebook. It's too hard. It, they're terrible um, to, to create a page. That, that, but, I, yeah. I, just, I just completely fucked over your two main ones. Give us the website and the Twitter <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, it's rhcpsessions.com and the Twitter uh, username is rhcpsessions. And I am bentownsendmusic.net for everything about the podcast. Go there. If you want to email me to talk about this nonsense, go to bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. Hang on. Is that right? You've got a picture of it. Surely you can. Yes, read. that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, talk to me about your weird thing. Well, I am huge on Twitter. I'm at stacktownsend. Uh, feel free to to interact with me at any time. It would be an absolute delight. I am universally RHCP on Twitter. And I am universally speak. In- That's not you. That's not me. It's got nothing to do with me. Carry on. <laughs> but on Instagram, he says as he presses close on his phone, universally speaking, RHCP underscore pod. And don't make me do mine. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Thank God. Hamish, we must thank you once again. It's been mm. an absolute privilege to have you on. Oh, anytime. I'd, I'd love to be back. Oh, man, that, that's that's wonderful. That really is wonderful. Yes, that's good. Also, um, just, uh, I should say that um, chocolate oranges are available from Rollinson's, by the way. Mm.